Hello, my name is Reverend Casey Carbone, and you're listening to a sermon provided by the First Presbyterian Church at Mayopac. We are currently worshiping on Sundays at 10 a.m., both on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. We hope that this message provides you with a source of encouragement and allows you to grow more deeply in your faith as we all continue to seek to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. Our reading today is from the Gospel according to John chapter 20, verses 19 to 31. Listen now to God's holy word. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked, for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and he said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called a twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So when the disciples told him, We have seen the Lord, he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger in the mark of the nails and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, the disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. And although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. Let us pray. Almighty God, we ask that as the scripture is read and as it is proclaimed that your spirit dwell among us, that as Christ breathed the Spirit upon the disciples, we too may feel the breath of your Spirit and the life that it gives. We pray this in your most holy name. Amen. In 1954, a man named Gottfried Kirk Christensen, son of Ole Kirk Christensen, founder of the Lega Group, visited a toy exhibition in Britain. On the way back home, he met Trolls Pedersen, who lamented about the state of the toy business. Pedersen told Gottfred, what an industry this is. There is no system of any kind whatsoever. This conversation pushed Gottfred to challenge what most companies offered children at the time, which was a cut-and-dried solution. Something was missing, something that continually tested a child's creativity and imagination within a system that would lend itself to endless possibilities. Ultimately, this led Godfred to the creation of the Lego brick, 
a simple piece of plastic, but something that could allow a child to use them to create anything and everything again and again. The innovation of the simple Lego brick that Godfrey set to create is that it would establish what they would say is called a system of play that balanced endless creativity with instructions that sought to provide guidance. However, Gottfried Christensen understood that the power of this creation laid within the fact that youth and even adults could now create, take apart, and create again using the power of their imagination. The Lego group designed a product that they intended you take apart and make something new. Though, of course, I have to say, if you have one of the limited editions of a Star Wars Millennium Falcon set, please don't take that apart. (laughs) But it is this idea of creating and recreating that reminded me of a critical Easter truth, which is that life can nor never should be the same for an extended period of time. Put another way, going back to normal is not as normal as we would like it to be as an Easter, as a resurrection people. Amid everything that is going on, one thing I have heard people say is, I can't wait for things to get back to normal. But the truth is that we cannot go back to what I am referring to as the before times. Too much has changed, too much has happened to make us stop and see what is truly important. Too much has happened, and we were never meant to live the same way forever. I mentioned Gottfried Christensen and his creative work at the Lego Group because it should draw our attention to something we should have realized all along, which is that our lives from this moment forward are going to be different, and they should be changed. You may ask yourself, well, what caused this change? Well, of course, COVID-19 may have been an awakening, a catalyst, a source of what has been missing, but this call for change took place all the way back at the resurrection of Jesus from the empty tomb. We just forgot what that call to change looked like. We might consider our lives before this event as a Lego set that came with instructions, one that you built. Yet, as Godfred intended... He intended that Legos be turned into new creations once you've had your fun with them. He intended and continues to attend that we make our lives in a way where we can continually expand upon them. And Christ too intends the same. Christ intends that we continue to make our lives and our world into something that draws closer to the generosity, grace, and love that God has shown A light, my friends, is now shining on the ways we have not changed and how we have failed to love our neighbors. It has shown on how we have neglected to care for issues surrounding poverty and homelessness and how our selfish desires might end up costing precious lives, as some people now deny their responsibility to stay home and stop the spread of this infectious disease. Friends, the good news, the hope of Easter, is that our lives are continuing to transform. That they're continuing to transform and to take shape if we stop and remember that we have been called to be people of hope. Looking forward with confidence 
with radical love and the belief that Christ rose for all people, and that means all people, and that means we have to do our part as well as a church, as people at large, for everyone, for everyone, no ifs, ands, or buts. There will be times, though, I imagine, probably many, where we will be hesitant to embrace this charge to love holy, to serve holy with our whole being, our whole selves. We may find ourselves in the shoes or sandals of Thomas, who didn't initially believe that Jesus rose from the dead, and that the world had fundamentally changed as a result of that action. Being in Thomas's position doesn't make us bad people, because we're all struggling. We're all struggling with so much that is going on in our lives. And we are when we are presented with the transformative message Christ offers, it can be understood then how we can ignore that fact as it's right in front of us, because there is so much going on. Or we may forget, that may be a more fitting term, when the fog of life surrounds us like the one we are experiencing right now, we could initially think and act like Thomas. We want to see Jesus moving in the world around us, and we want to grab hold of something. Grab hold of something that connects us to what we had before this season of change arrived. And this is fine. There is undoubtedly a time of grief that we need to sit with for a while. But next is a time of letting go, of changing who we are as individuals and as a people to fit more appropriately what it means to live with the ever-changing resurrection hope that Jesus provides. So how are we going to be different when the dust settles? How will we be changed as we begin to make our way once again into the world? Because we can't go back. We can't climb into the empty tomb where Jesus laid. Because in the empty tomb, Christ has already broken out and forever altered the world in which we live. We can't go back because we have found new ways to connect, new ways to stay in touch. And while we crave in-person interactions, we cannot forget about the virtual relationships that have kept us going day after day. To undo everything that we have built in this strange time would be a disservice to the Easter message that we still hear this day. Even now, there are many avenues in which we can live out the fulfilled promise of Easter change, such as the ways in which we are exploring organizing groups that might help make masks for our local police department or healthcare workers, and also exploring the ways in which we can continue to aid our neighbor Gilead Presbyterian Church, who runs a food pantry as well. I understand that at this point in time, weariness is settling in for many. So if you're looking for something to do, here is my task for you this day. Find something that inspires you. It could be a talent or a skill, and imagine what it would look like for you to use it to serve the community of faith and the community at large to which God has called you to be a part. For Godfred Christensen, all it took was a boat ride. For the disciples, it required a visit from Jesus, and for Thomas, a reappearance again of Jesus. For us, it may well be the climate we find ourselves in this very moment.
So let's start by taking a brick, an idea or an unformed thought, and let's add to it. Let's perhaps take a brick from somewhere else to build and unbuild, to build and unbuild in a cycle. May we arrive at the other side of this season embracing the ever-changing landscapes, the ways that God has desired for us for so long, but we have let it remain static. Let us go forward with a vision of hope. Let us start to build brick by brick and imagine and act together as we explore the unending possibilities that awaits us. Amen. Thanks again for listening, and we will hold you in prayer as we head into a new week. If you'd like to learn more about our church and ministry, or if you'd like to learn how you can support us, you can visit our website at mayopacchurch.org. Until next week, God bless.